Hey, what's up, everyone? This is another episode of That Round of Podcast. Scott did not tell me what episode this 27, is. 27. 20, <laughs> episode 27 of the 2023 season. I'm Mike, here with Tops. His actual name is uh, Thomas, but we call him Tops. And then uh, we got... We got um, that's actually Scott Beeks, but we call him... Uh, and we're here to talk about uh, the championship. Woo! What an hooray! The SCS championship is almost here. Um, it's not nationals. You know, people are calling it that. It's not. Um, the SCS championship this Saturday. Um, actually, this Friday and Saturday, and then also some stuff on Sunday. So we're excited about that. Um, and I'm just going to give a quick overview that it is the ninth championship slash nationals in STS history. The first was 10 years ago in Santa Monica, California. Um, but there was no 2020, so this is only the ninth. Uh, this fun fact, this is back in Conshohocken where the 2021 uh, finals was. That's where Scott came and didn't say hi to me all day. I was really disappointed. Uh, oh. Yeah, you know. Anyway, but then he DM'd me after. That started our DMs, and this is how the podcast came about. Oh, I slid in, all right. Anyway. Yeah. And then... <laughs> The other fun fact is that I look like I don't know everything, but I'm pretty sure the only you know player in the pro division, maybe even women's and mixed pro, that was at the original nationals slash championship was Buddy Hammond, and he took second place. And so we talk about it a lot, but it like is ridiculous <laughs> that Buddy <laughs> was second place at the first nationals ten years ago, and now he's back at a, at a top seed here. Um, but anyway. So we're actually not getting better than 10 years ago placed finish this year. I know. Great. Know. <laughs> Crazy. I mean, yeah. Um, <laughs> before we get into it, is there anything you guys wanted to uh, talk about? Uh, yeah, I mentioned quickly before we discuss and go in more detail about the SCS Championship, is that there was an awesome event happening uh, on the other side of the world uh, last week, uh, the Asia Cup. They had like several nations, you know, Philippines, Taiwan, Australia, Japan, loads of other nations going and competing. Sort of like the European uh, squad championship that we had in Europe uh, last week. They then had their own little Asia Cup that, again, was the first one of its kind, I believe. Um, but yeah, awesome to see sort of that stuff happening on the other side of the globe. Looking forward to seeing some more content about it. And, you know, we haven't really discussed too much about events happening on the other side of the world this season. You know, we mainly stuck to North America and Europe because they're the ones... You know, we 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 know we know best, and that most eyes are on. But I will be hopefully, yeah, hoping to maybe cover a bit more on it next season, um, and looking forward to seeing some more content on that up in the upcoming weeks for sure. I don't know, tops or Mike, did you manage to see any of it at all? I did not know that it was ongoing, but I will rewatch it now that I hear it on the podcast. <laughs> I mean, well, I see Taiwan was was cleaning up down there. I mean, I mean, that might just be. You know, uh, confirmation bias where I'm seeing some things. I see Taiwan. And I'm like, wow, they're winning. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it's cool. There's going to be some good stuff from that. It was pretty cool. Before it is like, it's um, it's hard. I'm sure like it is for them to watch our stuff or for some of our players to watch their stuff. But I think you can always watch it back, uh, which will be which will be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good question. Did you see on which, uh, on which set they played? Because they have their own sets. Yeah, they play with like the yellow legs and the wire rims. I'm not sure what they they call it. Um, the balls also look like the standard balls, but um, yeah, yeah. I'm not again not too familiar with it. Um, hopefully, we'll learn and hear some more stuff 
over the coming weeks and months. Again, everyone who was part of the event, you know, feel free to share some content. People sometimes think that you need a massive platform to share your your experiences and your stuff from an event, but no, 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 you share and then your platform becomes big because there's an interest for it. So if you was there at that event, share, share. We want to hear, we want to see some thoughts and some more videos and pictures from the event. So make sure you're sharing it. Um, is it? Yeah. Um, I will say last fun fact, speaking of tops, um, my dad sent me a link that apparently, uh, tops T O P P S I think is a big card company. They make sporting cards. And I think they made like a special pack with like some celebrities and other things like that. And I think, um, a spike ball pro set got in the pack. Like you can get a trading card of a spike ball pro set. I'll, uh, I'll pull up the pick for you guys. That's crazy. I think. Uh-huh. Uh, speak Mike, speak Mike. That's quite the that's same. Not <laughs> uh, that's not going to work. Um, that's anyway. So it's like, yeah, you see that now. Yeah. So that's a little card, uh, with some spike ball on it, which is, uh, which is interesting. It's actually unbranded. So it's a, it's an unbranded pro kit. Um, but that's pretty cool. Okay. Just a little fun fact. Tops back the day. Tops. I mean, I'd prefer uh, a card that was just T O P S, but what can you do? Yeah. You know, what yeah. can you do? All right. Let's get into this. We got a lot talking about, and we got some hard stops, so we're going to try to keep it moving for you all, but know that there are three big divisions with some big money on the line at this event. 4,000 first place prize for all divisions, open pro, women's pro, mixed pro. We're going to start with open pro. Those are the- 4,000 per team, right? So the, the prizes, first place- is 4,000 for the team, second place, 2,000, third place, 1,000, and goes all the way down. If you get T15, you still get 50 bucks. So hey, there you go. Entry fee paid for, baby. <laughs> oh, but anyway, uh, let's talk about that. We got 16 teams in this division. So there are four pools of four based on their, their points going in here. Different than last year, they're doing what they've been doing this year, which is you play two games versus everyone. So each team will play six games in the morning. And then based on that, they will be put into uh, the bracket. And then we got a 16-team bracket from there. So um, every team is playing each other twice in, in groups because there's groups of four, right? Groups of four. Yep. Yep. Nice. Nice. So um, let's, I think, just start at the top, which I think is like, I guess I guess we'll start with this. This question is like, who is the front runner? But I think let's just start with, is there one kind of storyline that you you two are are interested in for this open division i mean there's low i mean there's so many good storylines right like how are the europeans gonna fare right Einstein simmer and an rcg power line how are they gonna fare over the pond um first time rcg power line compete as well as oh in the u.s it's the same for the german duo um german duo have obviously dominated europe massively this year so how they how do they compete against the U.S.'s best, especially after getting knocked out by Canadians' best or one of the best in Toulouse. Um, I mean, that's one of the big right. storylines. Their only loss this year was to was to Vinny of Critical Hit in Toulouse. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I'm going to ask you guys. So I think some of the talk is how well are they going to do against some of the elite U.S. servers, especially being in a pool. Right? They're in a pool with assistive touch and right Clark and Buddy are no slouches, but they are known as the big serve ballers. But they are facing off against uh, Grant Clockwick, Kingdom Come. 
mm-hmm. which is uh, which which may be some trouble. How do you feel about Matt them? Cole's and also, Matt Cole has been yeah, popping off a lot recently too. Yeah. So that's yeah. I think yeah. Do you think that's gonna hurt? Do you? How do you feel about their? That's the talk. That's the talk. Is the, there is their serve is the server turn? I I think their server receiver is going to be just fine. I think both Paul and Lucas are very good serve receivers, uh, in my opinion, and I think they proved that in the chat at the championship. I actually think all the advantages with them, right? Because there's so many things that go in, into like their benefits. One, there's no pressure on them. If they go and they misperform, it's like, oh, it's your first time in the US against elite opposition. Hey, no worries. You'll learn a lot from it and you'll get better. You know, if they go and they do really well, it's like, whoa, how has this team done so well and dominated Europe and then come over to the US and also performed really well there despite not having the same level of competition as the US players do or North America, I should say. But also what I'm interested to see or interested more in the fact is that I'm sure Lucas and Paul would have watched a lot of footage of the teams in their in their pool because you get a lot of footage in round net especially your kingdom come and other elite level teams in round net i wonder how much the other teams the u.s teams have been watching uh lucas and paul from their european footage and how and what they're expecting because i honestly think i honestly think in my opinion gran and i honestly gran and matt may struggle a little bit more serve receiving paul and lucas then Paul and Lucas will serve receiving Matt and uh, Grant. And that's not because they're better servers, potentially. It's just because I think the styles are very different. And I think they haven't seen anything like Paul or Lucas prior. Um, whereas I think Paul and Lucas would have seen a lot about Kingdom Kong and other US teams before. I have a quick story to tell. Um, I was talking to Eisenträger Sima. And they have the situation in Europe already that they are basically always the number one seed. Everybody thinks they're going to make it. The tournament is kind of boring because they play in it. You know, this is, this is, the, really? this is how hard they dominate this year. But now they go over to the US, are a really strong team, have all the confidence in the world with them, but they are kind of an underdog there. So this is a very interesting story to follow, I think, because... We now see how will they perform without being automatically number one because they're super used to this. And also when I look at this pool, Assistive Touch, Eisenträger, Sima, Kingdom Come and RCG Powerline, the only team that was not in Toulouse was Kingdom Come. So they basically played all, all those teams already. And how did they come up with the groups? Was it just a few... It's just how the points slated it like, just through the rounds out. Yeah, just through the points. So it's unfortunate that you know, that both European teams are in the same pool. But also yeah. it might be good for for uh for ES, just like, oh, we could probably beat RCG Paraline uh Paraline. <laughs> like they're kind of feeling that way. You know, yeah, right. Set some up for success. I think what's interesting is that assistive touch what right, so those three teams were in Toulouse, but assistive touch and, and ES did not play. They didn't mm-hmm. they didn't play. Or they played they didn't play in bragging. Did they play a pool play? They played in pool, I think, yeah. Yeah. But and then it's interesting because like assistive touch "Quote unquote underperformed, right? T fives at at the other majors, but first in Toulouse and Kingdom Come, same thing, like fourth, fifth, and fifth of majors. But Matt Cole did win with Ryder Riva, so I think this pool is is very interesting. A lot of like great because you have the unknowns of Europe's coming in. We have the two American teams that have like played well, but not like outstanding, right? Like I think I think there's it's it's very open in this pool. Mm-hmm. Yeah." Yeah, no, one and so you guys are rooting sure. assistive touch for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. 
So anyone can be, I'm going to put it out and say already, I think anyone can be anyone. So pause, although they matter because it's fun to watch and see. If you get the 16 seed, maybe not the 16 seed because you might get Rogue or, or, <laughs> or the very best. But I mean, it is so evenly balanced that the difference between being the 10th and the 14th seed might not be, be that much. Because I think anyone can be anyone on the day. All right, let's keep moving and let's talk about that. You said you might get Rogue. Right. So in your eyes, right, Rogue won every event except for the last major of the year mm-hmm. um, in in uh, Columbus. Uh, are they still your your favorites going in here? I think they are the favorites going in. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. I think, again, if you if you had odds and we was taking bets, they would have the best odds to win. They would be odds on favorites. Um, and then closely behind would probably be in system after their, you know, most recent uh, yeah. major win. And then third is, a, again, a sort of toss-up between a lot of teams. You know, Judgment Day have had a lot of top three yeah. finishes. Well, let's start with Rogue. So Rogue has lost. That's right. So they didn't lose at all. I, well, I'm not looking at pool play, just looking at bracket play, but also they've done really well in pool play. Right, bracket in that event, they lost a bad combo. And then in the, you got you what do you call it? Uh, what, not the third place game, the small finals. That's the mini finals. Final. The mini finals. Yeah. In the small finals, they lost to Judgment Day. So really, like, those are... Yep. Right, but but then after in system beat bad combo, but for them, they've only lost to to those two. Yeah. Um. So I think I think that like it's it's so, and, and but I don't and I don't think in system and rogue have played. I could be a little wrong, but I so I think it's really interesting. <laughs> Rogue's only lost to a couple. Yep. In that one event, and so there's a lot of teams that like could be vying, but we haven't like seen them play. You know, the only thing I will say is that Rogue have had a lot of wins in three sets this year. And although, yeah, we're saying that they're favorites going into into the championship, they've also won a lot of games, you know, at cap, even the critical hit um, in the major in Philadelphia, I believe, you know, both sets. If it was two yeah. sets, could have been three, but I think all of them went to extras, if I'm not mistaken. But either way, despite what the facts are, it was a very close game. Um, and, you know, I do think there comes a point in the season where if you keep on winning the, these three sets really closely and letting it go to extras, eventually, you know, something might fall not your way and you end up might losing these three sets. You yeah. can't keep on taking every game's three sets. They're not dominating in regards to beating everybody in two. So it wouldn't surprise me if, you know, they lost in quarters or in the semifinals against, you know, one of these teams that we've seen them go to three with, such as Critical Hit. Or as you know, Judgment Day. I mean, uh, didn't they? Was it, was it three with assist of touch or two close to this? I think it was three with assist of touch right in the quarters. Um, well, so I'll say, I think it's good that they lost for them because I think no one's been practicing more than them in the past, you know, month and a half than Rogue. But I do think there is a list of like bad combo beat them. And on a good day, right? Rule and Well can beat anyone, mm-hmm. right? Three, three with assist of touch, lost to Judgment Day in the small finals. Judgment Day, I think, is. Is sneaky. We'll talk a little bit more of them after, but they've had a, a, a they've had a game We need to talk about that. Yeah, I know. We'll talk about that. But so I think Rogue's the favorite. I think they've probably been working very hard in the past month and a half since losing. But there are a lot of like in system could could certainly beat them. I think I think I think it's very it's one of the most open championships we've we've had. Yeah, yeah, I agree yeah. for sure. Yeah, and they'll probably lose to RCD Powerline, you know, and they're out of sixteen, so. <laughs> anyway I mean it, it's kind of open but I don't see my boys uh, I mean, with all the respect 
Yeah. Uh, self-receiving is going to be another topic here. And they struggle with Eisenträger Sima. And I think that's kind of also the foreshadowing for the rest of the competition. Because at that level, I see a lot of teams on the level of Eisenträger Sima. And maybe a little bit above, but not a lot worse yeah. than them. And that's going to be tough because I saw also at the European Championships that Paul Lein really struggles against Eisenträger Sima at the moment. Yeah. They're just on another level. In the first set, it was really close. Second set was was not. So. Let's talk real quick about Judgment Day, I said. Right, so the story coming in here is that the past two championships, Fred got first and second. The past two championships, games lost in the first round. And so... You know, right now you got you got someone who's who's making it there, and then someone has not. I think what's notable, and not that like both of them haven't had success like last year, like Gabe had success last year, is this year they have a second and third, 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 all at majors. So they like they have been a consistent a consistent team this year. And so obviously, you know, it's any given day someone can lose. But I think like if you're looking at on the on paper, they really are a a locker, a heavy favorite to make to make top four. And I think if they take care of business, they will. It's just on these days, it's so crazy, you know. Like you don't know what's gonna what's gonna happen because they're all so evenly matched. But so for me, I think on paper and just looking at it, they make it. But you wonder if this this curse, if this mentality will will, will get it there. Hey, no one you, loves yeah. Gabe more than me, but <laughs> but no. the big but in the room. You would have put him and Travis Core back in 2021 to get more than a top four finish uh-huh. at the championship yep. after their very successful season back in 2021. So you could argue that you know him and him and Travis had an even more successful season back in 21 than him and Fred have had this year. Um, however, again, he didn't have Fred uh, Fred's or Fred's credibility and reputation when it comes to you know those first and second place finishes at the championship in previous years. But I think that's one of the most interesting storylines for me because, you know, if they do go out in the first round, it's, you know, that, that is a, that's, it's got to be a curse. Um, but if they then make yeah. it and they think, I think if they, if they do make it past that first round, then I do expect them to make top four. However, pool play will be important for them to try and get that, you know, easiest, what can yeah. be the easiest pro matchup you can have in a round of 16 at the championship to make sure they can break that curse early on. And go as far as they can in tournament, in my opinion. They do have bad combo in their pool, uh, which you know that's a that's a that's going to be a, a tough match in the morning there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, it's kind of funny that we'll co- like Raúl and Fred playing against each other in the group stage already. It would be also cool to see them, you know, fight for for quarterfinals or something later on because it would be a nice story. But we'll see what happens there because also Baku, strong team there, and. Uh, a profit boost. I'm not actually sure. I didn't see them a lot play. Can you tell me something about them? Um, truthfully, I haven't seen too much outside of highlight videos. But I think, like, I think they're one of the the teams here where it's like they played a lot of a lot of tournaments, got re- like got strong results across the board, and 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 made their way made their way in here. So I. I think they're close. I think they've had some tight games with some top teams. Um, you know, I I don't think they expect or will the super disappointed. I know they're very competitive, so I don't want to say like they won't be disappointed if they don't do well, but I think that they know they are like on the fringe. So I think actually they could 
certainly compete with a lot of these teams here. I don't think it's expected they do. They're like just below where a lot of these these mm-hmm. teams are, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, they're, you know, no no top four finishes, no breakouts, just consistent. A major that yeah, finishes. I think, yeah. I think, um, I mean, Justin and, and Kieran, they're both very solid players. And I think they'll be looking to cause an upset. Like I'm sure they're already very happy with their achievement in getting to the pro division. Just in my opinion, similar to Bothouse. However, again, we might discuss a little bit more in, in as we go on, but I think they'll be very happy to be there and they'll be looking to make that big upset in the round of 16. Such as I think RCG Powerline will be the same. I think these sort of underdogs inside the, yeah. the pro division, again, what happens in pool play happens in pool play, but then they still got the talent yeah. to now take a game off or potentially win uh, against the top team yeah. in the round of 16. So all of the four seeds in the pool, we have Guachos, if that's how you pronounce it, Josh and Ryan. Mm-hmm. We have the Prince. Not not a... The Prince um, from from Quebec. We have Profit Boo, who you just mentioned, RCG Powerline. Right? So no large success at majors from these teams. They more made their way in through success at challengers, which isn't bad to say anything, but I think, like I, like I said, for all of these, uh, up, upset is possible. It's not really expected anywhere, and but like certainly would be there. I feel like last year, if I'm remembering correctly, like, I don't know. I was just trying to say like how did the four seeds relate to like last year? Well, we did have some some upsets early, but I think in this case it's like they're all capable. I don't think any expect to. It's just but if they're playing well and they catch a team sleeping, they certainly could. So it's very it's it's very interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. agreed. Agreed. It's, it's, you, they need it'll. It's more of a not a it's just like a, a break check for all these teams of like hey are you ready and are you ready to go because if not these teams will take advantage of you i guarantee that all four of those four seeds come in more amped up than than some others and and they're going to make you make you earn every point there so said so i also want to shout out the prince i played against the prince in 2016 um in uh in a small tournament in sherbrooke 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 quebec when i played with charles Henri. And it's crazy that, like, right now, seven years later, they're making the the pro division. Like, I think that's a big thing of the Prince maybe looked like an overnight success of you know great Canada success this year, but they've been uh, they've been grinding for a very very long time, which is super cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So as we conclude, shall we uh, give a little predictions of our one, two, three? Do we dare? All right. Um, should I start? I start. I'm the most of here. <laughs> um, I will take uh, Rogue to number one uh, because I think they kind of would earn it as all the teams there, but I feel like they put in so much in training and, and adapting, so I would say number one. Then I would go for in system because I think that's going to be a very interesting final on number two. And number three is out there. Ladies and gentlemen, Eisendreger Sima make it to the small <laughs> final. And give a, a huge shout out to, to Europe and saying, hey guys, we are coming uh, over. This is the first time. Next time we're going to grab this. <laughs> Scott, you're up next. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, tough. Uh, again, I, for me, it comes down so much to who's going to win the three sets. Because I think there's going to be a lot of games go to three sets because these are, these are like major semifinals and finals from the quarterfinals on, in my opinion. These matchups we're going to see. So it's who's going to who's going to be clutch in those moments and, and, and win these tight games in three. Um, and for that reason, because Rogue have won so many in three this year, I'm going to put them at the top and I'm going to say Rogue are going to win. 
we haven't even mentioned Spotless on this uh, podcast so far, but that's the team that's going to be up there for sure. Oh, it's it's very hard. It's very hard. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna ah, I really don't know. I really I, I really don't know. For one something it's something something in me is telling is telling me Spotless are gonna are gonna come second. I was gonna say there's teams we haven't even mentioned like Spotless. Yeah, yeah. And a bad yeah. combo like Will and Raul have a day. They could without doubt get it to the top four. Like, and then if Honestly. then if I say that as my top three, now I'm saying that in in system are going to make top a top three judgment. They are not in top three. Dude, I think that's what's so great about rounded right now is that like if I agree, if bad combo has a day, if yeah. Swadless has a day, they just like win or make top three. Like no, yeah, like I'm, no problem, right? Yeah. I and I'm uh, not compl- I'm not complaining. I'm 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 just just uh, stating my 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 problem. So Mermaid so, Sparkle, they have a day. <laughs> if they have a day, you know, I, I I'm gonna say I'm gonna put out there though. I'm not that 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 that. Um, I know. Not much I of know. a believer in. I'm gonna say Rogue One, Spotless Two, and then I'm going to put AT as three. Ooh, yeah, dude, this is brutal. This is brutal. Um, this is so hard. Like, I don't want to pick. Like, I want to pick Rogue first, but I also like want to be different. You know. I want to like kind of have like a different like original thought, you know? <laughs> like that'd be kind of kind of nice. Just Maybe to, like make a blog or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, you saw a website where you redo where you do these previews and you can share all this information, Mike. So for me, I um oh honestly, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna I did a Mikey, um, Papa Bianco put together a bracket challenge. And let's see what I submitted. I forgot. Let's just see what I actually submitted. And I can send it to you guys. <laughs> you already whenever went. I already did it. And I have Rogue beating in system in the finals. Ooh. And then I had I have Kingdom Come and Assistive Touch in the semis. I don't know if I agree with that currently. So I'll go I'll go rogue in system. Sorry. Uh, assistive touch. I say like I think um here I have Kingdom Come beating Judgment Day. I think so I'm going to go with what I have in the year, which is Rogue in System, and then Assistive Touch slash Kingdom Come. I guess I'll go Assistive Touch here. Actually, probably Kingdom Come. Clark could probably be puking. So I'll go Kingdom Come uh, in third. But what I'm going to say is, I think part of my brain wants to just lock in Rogue um, and Rogue and Judgment Day in top three, and I don't know who that other team will be. Um, so now in System's but, uh, not there. Yeah. All right, so I'll um I'll maybe put him in there. I think like that's my unofficial top. Like my official top three was the first one. My unofficial is is I'm throwing Judgment Day in there. I think like based on based on hey. results, they should make top three. Hey Mike, Mike, if you if you make enough top threes, then you're I'll definitely gonna get it right. You're definitely gonna get it right. <laughs> but I mean, there's one for my head and one for my heart. You know. Okay. Yeah. All right. One for the one for the one for the betting company and one for the yeah. Discord yeah. and one for the the Facebook page. All right, <laughs> um, so that's it. I'll just mention like yeah, we mentioned every team even briefly. We didn't mention Cigar Boys, uh, Critical Hit, which I think had a you know a strong uh, second place to hide rogue, so mm-hmm. they can definitely pop. Well, so it could be anyone. Yeah, yeah. So it was great, but I don't know. Vinny might be washed, so. Uh, I don't know. He's a meme. He's a meme. He's yeah. Gonna go for um, all right. That's it. Let's move on. We got a, We got another division to talk about. We got two others. Let's try to move. Women's Pro. Different. Not 16. We got 12 teams. Similarly, they're each going to play. There's three pools of four. 
They're each going to play two games, versus each other, so six games in the morning. The winners of each pool will get a bye, right? Because with 12 teams, there'll be a bye. The fourth team that gets a bye is kind of a wild card, so there's actually some different brackets depending on where that uh, where that comes from. But I think it's like similarly kind of a, a big kind of open division here. Like, what are what are you guys thinking? This has to be the most exciting women's division event ever. Not because of the like, quantity of the teams, because of the quality of teams and the amount of international teams we have. We have Europe's best coming with Tiramisu and Towerfall against mm-hmm. you know the North American best of twins and you know 2K arguably two. So I think it's going to be a great event. Um, <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun. We talk about storylines on, on the Open and the men's side, but uh, I mean, this is going to be as exciting to follow, especially from the quarterfinals. Oh, yeah. Well, so I'll say this. Like, I'll say this one, right? So we've had five majors so far. Twins won two. Olivia won a different one with Ali Foster. And then Laura won the other two. One with Katie and one as Towerful. So, you know, odds will say. And in the meantime, outside of the majors, you know, we just had the <laughs> ETS yeah. championship right. where Tiramisu beat Towerful, Towerful. in right. two. Yeah. In two. With seven aces from Dani. Her game. <laughs> in one. Literally. And yeah, I feel like it's also very interesting to see on the women's pro that Europe is their kind of favorite spot, I would say. With Towerful and Tiramisu. Tiramisu. Yeah, yeah. Very hot. I'll take it. Yes, 100% with my uh, all blue and yellow European heart. Uh, but I saw I saw Tiramisu at championships in, in Europe. It was on another level. The day was on another level. And if they bring that performance there, they're going to beat Twins and they're going to crown themselves over there. And yeah, I'm very much looking forward uh, to that. That's also the first U.S., um, event so mm-hmm. maybe also a little bit of the adaption there but I say it here and now I see Tiramisu at least second place wow I mean it is interesting right Tiramisu has lost to, lost to Lara at three other events this year so they have the, the most recent one recent they got the recent but that also could mean they finally you know pushed over the hump um, yeah. also I think those are like the big three. I think there's obviously like, is Twins going to three-peat? Like, that's crazy. And I think there are two teams there, Towerful and Tiramisu, that one, we don't know who's better than other. And also, we don't know like how they stack up against Twins, right? We saw Katie Lara play Twins earlier in the year. But other than that, you know, we we don't know. Um, so, it's, uh, it's pretty scary. It's pretty scary over there. <laughs> well, let's, let's, let's stop beating around the bush. Mike, what? Are you as a U.S. citizen, who do you rank as favorites coming into this event? I think I think Twins has to be the favorites, but I think honestly, I think if Towerful beat Tiramisu, I would feel more confident saying like Towerful is the favorite. Do you know what I mean? Having the back and forth, like I don't know if I would say okay, Tiramisu is the favorite, right? Like I think if Towerful won again, it's like all right, they've won everything in Europe. Plus one, Lara and KDB twins earlier. I think Towerful might be the favorite here because Tiramisu just beat them. Tiramisu could be better than Twins, but given they lost early, I don't know. So I think I still would put Twins one, those two at two and three. But I think it's very slight and it's very just like lack of information based. Yeah. Also, Twins never played against Tiramisu. That's also a big 
question that's a mark. huge question mark yeah yeah that's what i'm saying it's like all lack of information but i would love to see them uh, in i don't know semi scores and then finals all europeans <laughs> not i mean it is very cool because i think it's like more of an unknown it's like these european teams could very much be better than twins and then it's like all right we're having to like we might we would very likely be having a european you know champion which is crazy which is like not that cool but like crazy <laughs> i'm kidding yeah that's kind of what i'm thinking i think it's just yeah question is can any of these other teams that are in the women's division dislodge this top three that we're discussing right now you know 2k of of Karahoy and, and Kata Wu do we think they have enough competition to be able to beat one of these top three teams on their yeah in their bid to get on that podium do we have any other teams do we think that's there that was going to cause an upset I mean my take is that like 2k is is, is up there they lost at the two majors to twins and k2 that doesn't mean that they like could have beat them, but it is notable that like they they lost to two top teams. So you don't really know where they fit in or how close. I think you can't cut out of uh, Kitty Pearson's team, Royalty, right? Having that win over twins earlier in the year and, and on a strong day. I know they're training uh to do better. Again, like they had success at challengers and then second at a at a major. So no, like not a ton of major results, but I think that's also just due to the partner switch. The other three I put in there as the potential for me is is Sachi and Ali Foster. I don't think they have it, but Sachi is one of like the the best players. And like we said, at the championship is just one day. So if they have an off day or, or an on day or an on game, uh, they could do well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Some good, yeah, good talent in this year's women's pro division. Um, yeah, I mean, I think we should um, we should just put it out there. What are we going for our top three? on the day because I have it quite clearly in my head where I stand on who's going to take I'll, I'll, I'm just, I'll just go twi Twins Towerful Tiramisu that's what I got Twins Towerful Tiramisu yep. okay Thomas should I go next okay uh, I see Tiramisu um, Towerful Twins Tiramisu Towerful Twins okay so the opposite of Mike's well, how of awesome is that that we have this much you know it could go the other way well, we think yeah. you could go the other way. It definitely wasn't that case last year, you know? Um, and I wanted it to be more unique than Mike, you know? That's also very important for me. Yes. <laughs> I'm I'm going to say this, and it's a bit of a hot take, but I do strongly believe it. I think that the Twins will only get to the final if they don't meet Tiramisu or Towerful in the semifinal. Yeah, if they meet Towerful or Tiramisu in the semifinal, I think both teams will beat Twins. Do you think Twins will beat everyone, not those two? Yes, without doubt. So second or third depends on where seeding. Yes, the seeding, how they do in pool play, to ensure that they miss those European teams in the semifinal. And hey, I don't know if they'd be thinking oh. about this subconsciously as well in trying to avoid them until the final. So I will say, based on like how the because the bracket is slotted, mm -hmm. and so. Twins is the I'm just gonna confirm again. Twins is the the one seed. Yep. So if they win their pool and Towerful and Tiramisu win their pool, then Twins will not meet them until the finals. Yep. If they yep. all win their pool, and, and they all likely should or will. Um, however, there is three. there could be some hijinks. Yeah, like we talked about, there is enough teams. There is enough teams, and hey, if may, I might throw a game or two if I'm Tiramisu or uh, or Powerful. <laughs> 
um, to not meet each other in the semi-final to ensure that European uh, final. But I'm just, but I'm going to put it out there because I'm pretty confident in it. Um, again, uh, Twins will only get to the final if they don't meet a European team in the semis. Um, Who is your pick for the European winner? For the European winner, if Tiramisu can perform as well as they did in Vienna, Tiramisu will win. However, I think Lauda and Ronya would analyze the game a lot from their loss in 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 Vienna, and I know Lauda hates losing. So <laughs> I'm confident that if it does go to a final, and also being the fact that Lauda has already been in the US and played in a big major final, probably has quite a lot of fans there, I'm going to put the towel for win in three if it goes to a final. So I have, again, if Twins do get knocked out in the, in the, in the semifinals, then I'm confident that it will be towel for one, Tiramisu two, Twins three. And if right. it does for some reason Twins get through to the final by then beating, uh, yeah, by getting through to the final, then I'm confident that whatever European team is in the final will beat Twins. So European team, Twins two, other European team three. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, guys, we got to do one more. We got another bracket, but it's simple. We went from 16 teams to 12 teams, now eight teams. Lovely, because they did mixed. increase it. It was initially four. Yep, eight. So mixed, mixed pro is just Friday night. No pool play, straight to bracket play. And so here, I just want to know, guys, who who do, who do you got winning? Who do you got winning here? You can see I have the, the kind of early bracket matchups notable that Golden Hour and Fractal are are playing in the first round. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I think whoever wins that matchup probably goes on and wins. <laughs> I think that's the, the mini. Oh. If there will ever a mini final definition, that's the mini What's mini your extra final. context to, like, because I think, right, Levi and, and Megan beat Fractal right into loose. Do you think that would happen again? It's very hard to say because yeah. at the moment, Lau and Kark didn't play too much together. And what I saw in Toulouse, I mean, they're both individually extremely strong, but they are not, I don't have the team vibe, you see. Levi and Megan performing very well together. Levi with a lot of surf pressure, Megan making it work. Um, I don't know. As as individual players, I would see Laura and Clark clearly kind of a favorite. But when I saw them playing together, I was kind of thinking, okay, they're the same person. And can't really add up to each other. You see what I mean? And I don't know. I would be, I would love to see them succeed, but I, I don't f really feel the team. They, they are too similar to really perform very well together, from in my opinion. We also got to remember that Levy from Belgium, the Husting brothers, he's just coming to play the Friday, so he's all out. Everything's on the line on Friday, you know. Hey, I don't know. This is now missing for maybe he might be playing with somebody on the Saturday, but for him, you know, no pro division, right? No, well, no, no, the pro division at least, maybe in the in the premier division, but you know, his eyes, I'm sure, will be solely set on the Friday. Yeah, for hundred percent, he's even now like on a uh, on a bigger vacation or like travel trip, few months, I think, and he's really singing heartily going out for the majors for this one day, and the rest will be. Uh, the Europe crew, party crew, and, and I think he he wants he's hungry for for a little bit of an upset. Yeah, um, but I mean, again, there's also so many other good mixed teams in the division, like we would discuss. Um, you know, we have uh, Yulia and Grant. Uh, the other teams we have, we have uh, Gabe and Sarah. Also very impressive. They took home the 
the most recent major, if I'm not mistaken, Mike. The one uh, Philly, the one before that last, yeah. One before Columbus, yep. So, I mean, they, they are also content. I mean, you again, all teams in the top eight have to be contenders to even get in this pro division. But, um, yeah, I think I'll stick with my my initial my initial statement in the winner of Fractal versus uh, Golden Hours. I think is the winner for me. Yeah. I mean, I think I'll throw it out to, uh, I think, um, I think Subtle could be in there. Joe Bondi, Ali Janky. Mm-hmm. I think if Joe Bondi's having a game, Ali's playing well, like they could win too. Obviously, they're the, the two seed here for a reason. Um, so I'll see. I do think Golden Hour is going to beat Fra- Fraggle. Well, that's what I said earlier in the year. And then I'll, so I'm going to, I'll keep sticking to it. It happened again. So I'll just, <laughs> that's my take. I think yep. we'll see Golden Hour uh, subtle. And Tops, do you have any prediction as we slowly come to uh, a conclusion of this episode? For well, co-ed, it's very difficult for me. And I would go by heart with probably Golden Hour taking it, perform very well, play good together, nice team chemistry there. Um, I would love to see, of course, Joe Bondi also maybe with um, TRP, Subtle, or however I should pronounce it, <laughs> on the second spot. And third one, maybe, uh, Megan and Levy, it's a 10. Um, I would love to see that, but no, I will stick that. Let's do that. That's my one to three. Mm-hmm. It's so wild just going right into bracket. I'm really interested yeah. in just seeing this. Yeah. Bad warm up. Oh, you're out. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. That's all I wanted to mention here. I think it's cool. That'll be Friday night and I think, and, and should be streamed so you can watch. It was pretty fun last year, um, watching those games. Um, I will say last division, well, there are many other divisions on Saturday, but last on Sunday, there was a 32-team Mammoth division, first big tournament on the Mammoth set, uh, which I think I have nothing really to say, but should be pretty cool to get some players' feedback after that event. Yeah. Yeah. I think Arland is going to compete there. Nice. Um, He'll be the... tired after winning the whole thing on Saturday. <laughs> um, I think they will be going hard in this because... Um, the Mammoth set in what it should do really suits them well. More defense touches, less serving pressure. Uh, uh, I can see them. They are also performing very well. Do we know right, how much? So I was wondering, is there going to be? Are you going to be attending? I will. I will be there, and I will also stream. Uh, it's not a hundred percent like I. I don't know how we actually do it, uh, but. Uh, Definitely check out the channel. We will have some streams. Maybe I cover all the European games, something like that. I'm not sure yet. I don't want to spoil anything. Um, I won't be able to get much equipment over, obviously, because it's an overseas trip and uh, my usual uh, suitcase that I have um, is this time also taken by a personal because <laughs> it's a long travel. But I will stream definitely something. Or you can look at my channel afterwards and we have some nice content about it mm-hmm. so and then besides from you are they also doing other coverage of the event i believe they have a youtube stream and far out yeah, the day on spikeball 100 percent uh they will have uh usual uh, youtube stream and i think also there is uh, something in the making documentary wise so you can definitely do de- round network should be there yeah i do hope that then um when they do their YouTube stream, if they do the the multi cast or the multi stream, they do have commentators throughout the throughout the event. I think it adds a lot of value 
rather than seeing a split screen of four. I'd rather watch one event with good commentary than four four events, in my personal opinion, um, and not really get too much context. Yeah, I mean, again, <laughs> it's uh, kind of out of my hand. I will be there only uh, to do kind of my my thing, but um, I will try to. Of course, when I'm there, I will also try to make the best that is possible. Perfect. Sounds good. So there we have it. Open Pro covered, Women's Pro covered, Mixed Pro covered. Mike, anything to add? No, I'm excited. This is also my first time uh, since 2015 not going to the championship. Um, wow. Yeah. So the know, championship or, without Mike went out there. Um, it'll be way it's better true. without me. Uh, <laughs> um, no, but I think it'll. I'm excited to to follow along at home and see all that stuff. And I think there is. It's cool being there. There's also like something so fun of just like waiting for the fuego to update i know it it sucks a lot but sometimes it's green like, a week after <laughs> but it pops in and it's like ah yeah <laughs> i'm a big i'm a big pool pay pool play updater of like all right what's happening what's happening what's happening yeah so i'm you think you're gonna get FOMO? um i'll probably get fomo in the later matches when there's a big crowd because i love that i love that but yeah we'll see do you know who's it's your job to make me have fomo thomas <laughs> I will call you. I if I watch the stream and I'm like, eh, I'm good here. I watch your mute anyway, tops, so you're fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I also put a little patch in the bottom right hand corner of my screen. Too. Yeah, something I was thinking too. Yeah, we'll cover. <laughs> uh, but no, I'm excited. I'm excited to see the weekend. And uh, honestly, the play, the level of play has just gone up so much. And so I'm just excited to see all that uh, come together. Yes. That's it. So thank you all for listening. That is our quick preview quick. <laughs> of the SDS Championship. Quickish. We probably could have talked forever. Uh, if we didn't talk about a team, um, okay. Um, if we ever made a team, okay. Uh, yeah, uh, that's it. Just kidding. Uh, thanks for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed the championship as well and support Thomas's channel and Spike Plus stuff this weekend as they bring it to us at home. Thank you. Bye. 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 Thank you.